This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We all post things on social media in the hopes of making ourselves look better. But there's a risk, especially over the last year, of going too far and looking tone deaf. So where's the line? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to discuss your social media image is CNET culture reporter Aaron Carson. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So, at least in the pre-pandemic world, posting photos from your last trip or that fancy dinner was pretty par for the course, but things have changed over that last year, right? They have. You know, and it's kind of important to remember that we've long had this awareness that there is wealth in the world, right? This is not news to us, but social media gives us this window into it that, you know, maybe we haven't had in the past, particularly depending who you follow. You know, and for some people, it can be aspirational to look at all the kind of big cool things that people are doing. But at a time, you know, particularly like you mentioned in the past year or so, when so many people are barely getting by in the world, it's, you know, life has gotten a lot more difficult and posting your good fortune may read very differently to the people who are following you. Yeah. And that that idea of the wealth gap, I think there's been, I think the pandemic has really shined a light on this problem, this disparity, I, just to give our listeners a sense of like how big it is, because you, you sort of have some reference points in your story, like how big of a problem is that income disparity? Yeah, so I think that, you know, one of the stats that kind of stood out to me the most was there's some data from the Urban Institute that basically said between 1963 and 2016, families in the bottom 10th percentile of wealth went on average from having nothing to going about $1,000 into debt. Now you can contrast that with families who are in the top 1% and they saw their wealth grow about sevenfold in that same time period. Right. So the, the poor got poor, the rich got way, way, way richer. So that, uh, that dynamic, plus the fact that there was a pandemic, I mean, that really did result in this huge change in, in the attitude towards some of these posts, right? Exactly right. I mean, it's, you know, a situation that was kind of pre-existing before we hit this really difficult economic time, and that's just exacerbated it even further. And uh, you know in your story that sometimes showing off your wealth or I guess even the perception of wealth can be completely unintentional. I don't know if you could give me some examples of folks who've gotten into trouble for doing so. Celebrities in particular <laughs> seem to get themselves in trouble for this all the time. And I think part of it is just that these are people who are living in a, a different context, kind of different, you know, social circles and, and strata and whatnot. So a couple of examples, like you might remember toward the beginning of the pandemic, Ellen DeGeneres um, kind of got into a flap because she compared being in quarantine to being in jail. And people were like, wait a minute, you live in a mansion. <laughs> um, 
you know, and this is coming at a time when you have people who maybe are like living by themselves or living in very small apartments or don't don't have like an estate to wander <laughs> around. Um, there was another incident uh, a little while ago with Chrissy Teigen who was telling a story on Twitter about how she and, you know, husband John Legend had accidentally ordered a $13,000 bottle of wine, um, which is the kind of accident that might clean out somebody's entire savings if that happened to them somehow. So, you know, when this kind of thing happens, even for celebrities who are or have been well-liked, it can really rub people the wrong way. Yeah, and just I guess generally, there are some, I guess, basic examples of ways where you show off your wealth without realizing it. Yeah, you know, I think it, it depends a little bit because wealth can mean a lot of different things. And so it might just be like, hey, you you know, you got like a new car or something, you're really happy about it, or you had the chance to take a vacation or you know, maybe it's like the brands of things that you're buying, you know, whether you're buying the, the house brand or a brand name or or whatnot. And so, you know, you might be posting something on social media that for you seems pretty normal or run in the mill, but for somebody else um, might be a reach economically. So this, this sounds like a simple question, and I'll preface it by saying this is coming from someone who has really reduced his social media activity the last few years. But like, why even bother posting, especially given this environment, the sensitivity around it? Like, is there a real value in in just in posting this stuff? Or are you better off just walking away? It's a, it's a good question, you know, and I think that part of what it comes down to is audience. And ostensibly, you know, part of the, the point or, or some of the function of social media is you might want to keep friends and family up to date on what you're doing. And and hopefully your kind of inner circle of people, of friends and family, like they want good things for you, right? They're happy when something good happens. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be conscious of the context in which you're posting and, and who is seeing your posts. So, um, you know, it kind of comes down to a personal decision but I think that that's a kind of a a key factor to to keep in mind and ask yourself like do I need to post this is there another way um to kind of go about this and and maybe keep the people that I want to be in the loop in the loop without you know putting it on blast to to everyone right And, and I know there are still folks who are conscious of the kind of image that they're presenting on social media and you your story actually brings up a really good point about the anxiety that builds up when, you know, the version of you that you present yourself on social media doesn't match up with your real self. Like, can you talk a little bit about that? I spoke with some researchers who did this really interesting study on that whole idea. And basically what they found is that people who felt that their Facebook profiles were a more authentic portrayal of themselves actually had a higher level of self-satisfaction. And so we know that there are people who like to, you know, pretend on social media that they have wealth or that they're living exciting, extravagant lives. And and even even to some extent, even if you're not doing that, even if you're not pretending you have a jet, you know, I think everybody kind of image manages and wants to present like a, a nice version of themselves. But but then you have to kind of consider this idea that if you're you're um, going too far with that effort, you could actually be causing yourself some 
mental dissonance because at the end of the day, even if your audience or your followers don't know the truth, you do. Right. And, and that, that's something that obviously would stick with you. The, the flip side of things, uh, as you also explore, are folks like influencers who show off wealth when they don't actually have it, right? They're posing in a private jet or uh, you know, driving a, a super fancy car that they borrowed from a buddy or something. Like, you know, again, it, maybe this is a rehash of that previous question, but like in, in this environment, like what what is what do you have to gain with that, with showing off that wealth in this kind of environment? So I think the the crux here is that as humans, we are really bad at judging how people perceive us. Um, so there was this study that I looked at that was talking about how most people um, have this idea that signaling wealth will actually make them more attractive to like potential friends and people like that. And so that can be a, a big motivation when you want to kind of build yourself up because you think that that's going to play really well. Um, but it turns out that that's not the case. And in this study in particular, they had kind of been contrasting, say, brands of cars. And, you know, people were thinking like, hey, maybe if I say that I've got, you know, like a BMW, I mean, not to call out a brand in particular, but I think that was one mentioned that people will really like that. But um, for folks who were driving like a Honda, which is, you know, maybe a little bit more middle of the road, kind of, you know, less assuming <laughs> kind of car, um, that was actually the one that kind of went went over better with people. Oh, interesting. Well, f- for folks out there, just for full disclosure, I drive a Subaru. It's very normal. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but I haven't tried to like show it off. Uh, I guess just, uh, you know, lastly, any, any advice for folks going on social media and feeling the need to post pictures and videos, uh, especially now uh, and really start going forward? Yeah, I think that, you know, it really comes down to the, these two factors of audience and context. And, you know, none of this is to say that you have to hide or be ashamed, <laughs> you know, if something good happens, or you get to do something cool. Um, but maybe if you're in a spot where you, for example, buy a car in the middle of, you know, an economic crisis, maybe send that photo to like your mom or your best friend or, or you know, um, a much more closed kind of circle instead of kind of like I was saying, blasting it out um, to people because you you just really don't know uh who's who's watching and how that's going to come across to them. And so it's just a matter of like maybe a little bit of restraint, a little bit of uh, sensitivity for your audience. No, that's really good advice. Just doing a little bit of extra work to figure out who you're actually sharing to, whether it's a private network or heavily adjusted privacy settings on social media. I think that's that's a smart move. Erin, thank you for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>